Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Glow Big Podcast. It's your host, Stephanie. I'm so happy that you're here. I know that the unknown part of getting sober can keep people from getting sober for a long, long time. I'm looking at myself here. It took me decades to finally get sober. One, because of fear, but two, really fear of the unknown. I just had no idea what to expect, who I was going to be, what it was going to be like, if I would fail. There was just so much going on in my head. I wanted to just kind of debunk any of the ideas that you may have about what it's like to get sober. And we'll just dive in to the exact quitting cycle. And this is what I go through when I coach women. We go through the cycle. I start with 30 days. I know exactly what they're going to go through in 30 days. And then once they're sober for 30, we go through the next cycle, which is a completely different thing. So let's do the initial phase. Starting on day one, through day 30, day one is acknowledging the decision. It can be either terrifying or it can be exciting. And it's really up to you. And my job as a coach is to try to make it more of a challenge, more exciting, something to look forward to, and something more like a challenge with a big reward at the end. So day one is acknowledging it and getting ready. Your body is going to go through a little bit of withdrawal, like headaches, irritability, fatigue, Even if you're just a once or twice a week drinker, I know you think withdrawal is like something addicts do, but just wait, you will have some withdrawal here because your body's going to want you to drink. And so you you might just have headaches. It might be weird sleep because if you're like me, I used to go to bed with a glass of wine. Sometimes I didn't drink the whole thing. Sometimes I did, but that was the way I got to sleep. And a lot of women are in that same boat right now. So your body's going to not sleep as well as you had been. But you'll come to find out that that wasn't really good sleep at all. That was just making you pass out and kind of black out in a way. It does get easier. So that's day one, acknowledging the decision, a little bit of physical withdrawal, some mindset things are going to happen. You might have some anxiety. You might have some rage. You might have some disbelief, like, I'm not sure I'm doing this. Am I even doing this? Am I going to be able to do this? You're just going to have some back and forth chatter with yourself. And that's completely normal. But day one through three is very pivotal. You need to hang on tight, especially at that day three, because that's when the regret and the shame starts to kind of fade away. You forgot why you're doing this to begin with and you're starting to feel better, and you're like, I need a drink tonight. And day three for me was one of the hardest. So you want to hang on real tight for day three and get over that hump. 
And then day four is like, oh my gosh, I made it to day four. I can't believe this. You want to start identifying situations that might trigger you. This could be a girlfriend calling because you haven't talked all week and now she wants to go for drinks. You need to identify what that trigger is going to be. Making dinner could be a trigger. Be prepared for what you're going to do when you're making dinner. Running the bath for my little boy used to be a trigger because that would mean, okay, it's seven o'clock. It's time to start drinking or five o'clock, whatever making dinner, running the bath, those were triggers. You got to know that they're coming. Know in advance that they're coming so that you can get through them. Now, you'll need to find coping strategies, which means ways to get through those triggers. So when you run the bath, instead of pouring a glass of wine, do go and eat a handful of sugar-free chocolate or chocolate. Go and pour a sparkly water for yourself. Do something that will help you cope with that trigger because it's definitely going to come and you want to have something you can do instead. Put your podcast in, run in place, say every time I have a thought about wine, instead I'm going to do five sit-ups. Something like that. Get a coping strategy. I teach a lot of coping strategies inside the Sober Vibes Lounge if you want to join us there. How to cope, deep breathing techniques, exercise techniques, yoga techniques. There's all kinds of resources if you go to vibewithstephanie.com. So that's like day four to seven. You're basically really watching out for triggers and you're learning new coping strategies. Day eight through 14, social pressures and building support. You're going to start facing new things that haven't come up before, or they've come up before, but you haven't handled before without drinking, like social events, learning to decline offers to go out, finding new non-alcoholic alternatives become pretty important. This is a really important time to start finding who your people are, Find resources, follow sober people on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, get in some groups, establish your people because your normal people in your normal group, they're used to you drinking. You've probably built your life around drinking. So that's all you know, and that's all they know of you. So you're going to need support. You're going to need to know what's normal, what to expect, what's happening with your body because eight through 14 can be a little tricky. Now you've really forgotten the reason why you've decided to quit. It doesn't seem so bad. And you may even tell yourself during this time that, oh, you know, I've already stopped for 14 days. I don't have a problem. I wouldn't be able to quit for 14 if I didn't have a problem. And so you might drink. I always recommend to stay hunkered down, stay inside, because every little thing actually becomes a trigger. The way the wind blows, you know, you see a friend, even when my friend would call my phone and I saw her name pop up, that was a trigger for me to grab some wine and a cigarette and sit on the back porch and talk to her. So all kinds of things. So that would mean for me, don't answer the call and especially don't answer after five o'clock or don't hang out with her for the first month. Unfortunately, that's the way it's got to be. You've got to break those habits right off the bat. And then we hang out now, no problem. She can even drink wine in front of me now and it's not a problem. But in the first 30 days, you got to start breaking some of those habits and at least setting them off. Put something between you and the thing. So if the trigger is your friend calling you at five o'clock, Put some time in between that and call her back in the morning. You know, you don't have to avoid her altogether, but call her back at a time that's not triggering for you or go for a walk and call her. So you're out there and you're walking and then you you call. You're not home on the back porch talking on the phone. It'll feel like punishment if you're doing that. So put something in between 
you and that trigger. If it's alcohol-free, whatever, if it's sparkly water, if it's a walk, if it's a bath, do something to put something in between you and that trigger. Days 15 through 30. Okay, 15, 16, and 17 were really mind game time for me. This felt like extra pressure, extra mind games. My brain was like, you you can drink now. You're fine. Everything's fine. Are we really doing this? Like, what are we doing? Why are we not drinking? This feels weird. It started to feel real weird and real real around 15 to 17 days. And the triggers were coming and going like almost delusion got real weird. You're seemingly fine. And then all of a sudden, a really, really heavy craving and thought comes and you've got to just hang on and feel like you're riding a wave, basically. So you want to be real careful between days 15 and I would say 17 and 21 is a little bit rough. And then when you get to day 30, but I want you, hold on, let me back up. Day 15 through 30, this is all like really celebrate your wins, really start celebrating yourself, rewarding yourself. Make this something of a gift instead of punishment. So every time you get through a craving and you didn't drink, give yourself a little reward. Buy yourself a little something cute. I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive. You could get a book. You could upload another Audible. You could book a massage. Make sure you're celebrating the wins. Otherwise, it can seem like this is all for nothing. This is so boring. I'm missing out on everything. So make sure that you are rewarding yourself buy a hat or a new nail polish or give yourself some chocolate, pat on the back, make sure you're celebrating because every single minute that you don't drink is worth a reward. Every minute. I know how hard the minutes can be. Even if you're not a heavy, heavy alcoholic, the minutes sober can be very challenging in your first 30 days. So celebrate yourself, okay? Write it down, leave yourself a voice memo, how proud you are, text me, message me, tell me, you know, I'm on day 15 and I'm so excited. I love to hear the wins and I would love to celebrate you. Now, day 15 through 30 is also about adjusting your routine. You've been hanging on for dear life. If you don't have a coach and you're doing this by yourself, you're probably just like white knuckling it and getting through it. It's time to start adjusting some of your daily routines, like check out your local yoga place or start asking a friend for coffee or start meal prepping. Do Doing healthier things, waking up earlier, taking walks, finding joy in activities that don't have to do with alcohol is going to be the key to your success going forward. So if you keep doing the same things over and over again in your same old habits, you're probably going to slide right back. And this is a really delicate time. So you want to make sure you're building new habits. And one of the things that I recommend is my Sober Vibes Lounge because we meet every Thursday. So if somebody falls off, we're going to know about it. That's a routine that everybody's in. We meet up, we chat, we meditate, we have themed evenings, and it's something to look forward to so that you don't slide back into your old habits. If you keep all your same friends, but you have nothing new, like a a new support group, that could lead to problems down the road because you're back doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So during day 15 to 30, you're going to be celebrating your wins and you're going to be starting to start new daily habits. Even if you just incorporate a five minute walk every morning or a five minute meditation or meal prepping every Sunday, do something for you that signals that you're you're changing your habits. Now, beyond 30 days, this is where the fun stuff happens. Day 30 
You're like, where's my parade? Where's the band? Where is everybody? Where's the party? And likely, unless I, I do have one girl who has an amazing support group and they they did take her out for brunch and they did celebrate her one year. But in my case, nobody came. <laughs> there was no parade. There was no party. And it was underwhelming. It was underwhelming. I was like, oh, now what? Like, am I really doing this thing? 30 days just brings it all. It's like a heart to heart with yourself. And you have a choice. You can either keep going or you can have a drink. And I kept going. And the way to do that is by building momentum. So like I said, in my group, we will celebrate you, but otherwise you're probably not going to get the parade. So you got to just keep going, keep that momentum going because now your energy levels are up. Your physical health is better. Your skin is starting to show that you are sober and glowing and happy. You are feeling more stable emotionally. All the roller coasters are done and you're just feeling more positive and amazing. So there's so many different positive improvements that have happened since you've quit drinking that it's easy to keep going. You just need one little mental nudge there. And this is where a good support group comes in as well. You just need one little get over that 30 days and boom, you're on the other side and you're like, I did it. So from there, month four to six, this is where you're really starting some long-term changes and I can help you with that in the group. I don't want to get ahead. I really wanted to talk about day one through 30 and then from getting over that day 30 hump to your new reality. And I got to say, while it sounds like it's a lot of work, it is so, so worth it. It's not work every day. It's a little bit, okay? Like I'm over two years in now and sometimes there's a thing, but it's such a small, tiny little speck in the scheme of things that it just rolls right off my back. Not even rolls off. It's just so easy now. I still have to be like, no, I can't drink. That's going to be always probably playing in my mind. I, I cannot drink because if I do, I'll set everything on fire. Everything will fall apart. I'm not the kind that can just go back and start drinking lightly. It just won't happen. I'll be back to buying huge Merlots, back to smoking cigarettes again, back to the self-deprecation and shame. All of this will fall apart. There will be no podcast. And no, it would just ruin my life. So, and kill me and dementia and heart disease and cancer and liver disease like my mom and all the things. So I can't go back and it's not worth going back. It's not, it's poison. We're killing ourselves. They tricked us into thinking it was something better than it is. And we know, we know the facts now. So if you make it to day 30, keep going, do me a solid, do you a solid, do your family a solid and just keep going. There's no, no sense in looking back. And most of us, if you're at this point, can't go back. Oh my gosh, I have a friend who used the analogy of a pickle and a cucumber. We all start off as cucumbers, drinking like cucumbers. And then once you turn into a pickle, you can't go back to being a cucumber. (laughs) That tickled me a little bit. You can't go back. You can't go from a pickle back to a cucumber. And so if you're at a point where you really need to stop, stop trying to trick yourself into thinking that you can moderate because you can't. You've already tried that, right? You've already tried that. So thanks for being here. That is my overview of understanding the quitting cycle and some of the challenges that you might go through. If you need any support, I'm here. Go to vibewithstephanie.com and you can find out anything and everything you might need. 
to get through your first 30 days. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free Mindset Masterclass, where we'll dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this Masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this Masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.